Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boy, Zaheer, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be alright. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's Hello. your motherfucking tea, darling? Man, so this week has been going so damn slow. I'm like, shit, it is. <laughs> it just feels like it just has been meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting. And the days just seem to be dragging, 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 dragging. But it also has been beautiful. I have been consistently for the past full month, a whole 30 days, going to the gym four days a week. For a whole, this is the this is the 30th day anniversary. I have been ever since my birthday, I've been going to the gym a couple of times a week. Um, definitely two, but it has, you know, sometimes I'll be like, oh, two is enough. <laughs> <laughs> but this month, this month of um, this month around, yeah, since Ju- Ju- really a little bit over 30 days since July all the way until now, I have been every week going at least at least three days a week, at least three days a week. Usually it's about four to five. And I have been really feeling really, really good. I haven't lost any weight. I haven't lost any weight. But I haven't gained anything. But I don't know. I just feel better. Like, I, I can lift more than I could. So, I may be gaining weight in muscle, but not, like, glute. Like, I don't know. I just feel different. Um, and feel it, good. It, it feels good. It feels super, super yeah. good. So, that has been something that has been an accomplishment. I usually get bored after, like, two weeks and be like, okay, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me sit here and watch TV. But I literally, in the past 30 days, have really been dedicated to doing it and it is you know it is feeling my body feels good i am, am i'm sleeping better it is right. you know i used to could be up all night but now i have to honey get my naps in baby but mm-hmm. yes i've been feeling feeling really really good so that's been a beautiful part about um this past month um but yeah this week is going slow as hell what's been going on with y'all well congratulations on staying committed i know that is not an easy thing honey mm-hmm. um 
I I I was voguing the other day with my with my prodigy brothers and juicy um sister at the Bayou downtown. And trust me, I completely understand when you say you had a good night's rest, baby. <laughs> when I came back from practice, I slept so good. Oh, I slept so good. But you have worked out. <laughs> oh yes. Definitely. I can't vogue that good. I do it for fun. But I had a I had a good time. Um, my week has been good. My week has been really good. It's been kind of crazy because my phone been dripping. So like, I don't really have access to my phone. It's it, at first it was it was glitchy and I couldn't really hear on the speaker. Now the motherfucker don't want to even let me uh, open it. I gotta restart it five, six, seven times in order to even open it. So now I'm on freaking one getting a new phone. So besides that everything has been good because ever since i haven't been on social media like that i was able to clean my closet really good you know my side of the closet my side of the closet (laughs) and um yeah i know it's been really good it's been good so far it's been it had no important stuff has really no like crazy stuff has happened but it's been good it's your surgery tomorrow no my surgery is september the oh it's in september Back. They pushed me back because the bitches didn't tell me that I was supposed to be off of hormones for three weeks. And then when I went to go get my labs, they said my motherfucking lab was abnormal. And I'm like, abnormal? That kind of shocked me because, you know, I'm a bitch in my third. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm, I'm. Don't be ages to yourself. <laughs> I'm not being ages. I just, Ziggy, don't do that. Don't don't copy it like that. Don't do that. No, um, no. So I'm in my 30s, and I when they said that I had anything abnormal, when they said my results came back abnormal, I'm like, damn, what the fuck's going on? You know, I, I felt like I was healthy, and um, it was something to do with my blood. They said the T A P P some shit didn't come back right. So I thought about it. I'm like, my if my blood didn't come back right, what's going on? And so I asked Z. I was like, damn. You know, you had to stop three weeks before your top surgery. And I'm thinking because I'm a trans woman, he a trans man. It's different. No, bitch, you need to be a top of hormones. So I talked to them and they was like, um, well, ma'am, we told you in the fine print that you're supposed to be off of steroids. First of all, bitch, I'm not on steroids. Girl, it's hormones. And you, I told you, bitches, that I was a woman with a dick between my legs and titties at the top. And y'all didn't tell me to stop taking hormones. When I told y'all I didn't have ovaries and I didn't need a pregnancy test because I had um, to test these bitch, y'all should have told me. Nigga, wait, wait, wait. Y'all should have told me. Just stay ticket, so stop taking hormones. But you know what? And then you know what Z said? Z was like, every trans person don't take hormones me. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So, but I, I still feel like that was something they should tell me. So they pushed me back. But this okay. is my last time. I think so too. I think you're right. I know every trans person doesn't take hormones, but if you know this person is trans and that could be a possibility, it it seemed like that's the doctors would say, make sure you're not on hormones three weeks in advance. She act like I'm not the one that pointed it out. First of all, I'm the one that was like, "Oh, it's because you had to go out hormones." I had to go out hormones. Oh, you read the <laughs> you read the fine print. I didn't read it, but I remember they were telling me the issue. They were telling her the issue on the phone over the speaker, 
And I was like, oh, they didn't tell you to go off of hormones. You were supposed to go off of hormones because I had to go off of them. I just gave you acknowledgement, babe. Wow. <laughs> I did. I said, Z, Z, let me know, you know, because you went off of hormones. But I remember I just said that. I gave you acknowledgement. I promise you I did. I love you. Anyway. <laughs> Get a room. <laughs> <laughs> Z, what's been going on in your life? Uh, nothing besides my sister came down from California, from California, my oldest sister, to support my mom. Because um, once, I think like last year, my mom got in that uh, accident with an 18 wheeler, and it was their fault. And she had to have surgery last week. And my sister came down to help her with it and my other niece. And that was cool to spend time with them and stuff. Just, you know, been a family event. You know, Mia, dad came down and, you know, my sister came down. None of them met, but, you know, that was interesting to be around family again. That's really it. You look like you had a good time with your brother, Diamond, on that dirt bike. I said work. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was funner than I thought it was gonna be. It was so good. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun. Like I was like, this should be a fucking date. I wish I was on here with the terrain or something. Because okay. <laughs> it was so fucking fun. So fun. So speaking of your dad, Mia, how did how did you feel about him finally being on the show? Z, you listen. What did y'all what you think? Well, I talked to Ms. Diane and she told me some of the details weren't quite um, factual. But, you know, I thought it was I, you know. I think that I think that I think that the show was really cute. Um, I thought it was cool. I think it was cute, yeah. you know, because you know, I, I didn't know how it was going to go. Um, like I said, on the show, my father was violent towards me and my mother when we were younger so um i i really hadn't had that many in- encounters with him in my life probably like one or two maybe three or four not really that many and so th- i think the sh- the show that we did with him on, on marsh's plate was probably like the fifth time i had ever seen him in my life so or fifth or sixth time it really ha- it really hasn't been that many times and so, um, talk about that. I have talked if you want to. I uh, had, um, if you want to, Papa, um, everybody's perspective of a relationship is gonna be different. Your okay. mother's perspective of y'all situation is gonna be very different from his perspective, and there's gonna be some, um, not saying that you know hers is invalid or his isn't valid or whatever there's going to be some things that they're not going to see eye to eye on (laughs) in how things played out and um you know what i was surprised of is was that he he had tessa for so long by himself yeah of course um i was glad at that i was like oh well he told me he told me it was because um because she was the youngest um and you were still yeah and so he was like he got her um 
that was his reasoning. So I'll I'll accept that. I feel a different way, but I'll accept that. Yeah, but also whatever the situation was with the violence against you and his mother, in my mind, I'd be feeling like No, not his mother, my mother. I mean your mom, I'm sorry. Um, with your mother. <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, some there had to be some type of nuance because ain't no way she would have let him take Tessa if he was just, oh my God, I'm just just he abuses all of us. Da, da, da. Do you see well, what I'm saying? Was, well, the tea was that um he met my mother when she was 17. He would think he was like he's two years older than my mom, so he was 19. 19, he was 19 and he pimped her out. Um, he seen that she was going through issues with her, her she obviously was going through issues with her mother, um, being chained on the porch and just dark shit happening to her. So she was a young woman, lost and confused. He took advantage of that and pimped her out. And um he he, it, he took as he told as he put it to me recently, was she was his bottom bitch. So um he basically groomed her to being a streetwalker. She ended up getting raped. Um, and he says, that's how my brother that I don't know who was given for adoption came about. But my mother says it's my father's. I don't know the situation. Um, but I know that that was one of the reasons he used to beat her. Um, he was doing drugs really bad. Um, he called me faggots and stuff and he beat me. He, I remember him whooping me upside down by, and, and um, holding me by one leg. So, I mean, he wasn't such a good person, but, he, but now um, he has, um, he has apologized for everything like directly, not just like said, Oh, I apologize for everything. He literally said, I apologize for this, 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 and this. And that's what really mattered. Cause I don't want you to apologize for everything and make it seem as though there wasn't specific mm -hmm. things that you need, you need to say, I'm sorry for. And he did that. And, and it seems like he's trying to make atonement for his actions. And so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm, yeah. Thanks for sharing that because that div does give more context. Because when I while I was listening, I was thinking, yeah, I just based on my interaction with Miss Diane, I can tell she would be easily manipulated in certain situations, and somebody coming in her life could, you get what I'm saying, put yeah. her in, in vulnerable situations, and you know, especially somebody who is predatory and taking advantage of the situation like somebody with a pimp personality i mean he caught my mother dumb plenty of times while he was here if offended me i didn't let him know that but i was definitely offended mm -hmm. um because my mother I, I remember walking in the cold with my mother and her trying her telling me to pretend like it was it was hot outside so that I wouldn't be as cold and I could change, you know, cause you say your mind is, is a powerful thing. And she had, I remember her always holding this big ass green army bag around with her. So I remember her going to food pantries and crying and begging the white people to give her money so and, and food so we could eat and, and going to pantries. I'm sorry, going to um, the Goodwill and the dollar store and different places to get my clothes when I was younger, because we really didn't have much. And eating corn on the cob and cornbread and motherfucking beans and black eyed peas and sleeping with the window open 
in the in the in the in the Texas summer because it, it, with the with the fan in the window because it was so hot and wet, wet in my t-shirt because we didn't have air conditioning and my my t-shirt being dry in the morning when I woke up. I remember the I remember a lot of shit my mama had to do in order to hustle. I remember her taking me to work as a chef at Baylor University and getting fired because I was there because she didn't have nobody to watch me. So that woman that was quote unquote dumb did a lot of things to make me the woman that I am today and the hustler that I am today. But it's so ironic that my father was a pimp and he he turned my mother into a prostitute who was actually in the military and a smart woman. So it was just interesting. Just when I think about like my life and how it's connected to like, because when they say, I forgot what it's called. Like, you know how they say you inherit certain things. Like if your father did drugs or your mother did this and certain habits and things, I don't know. It just, I think about my life and, and the things that I'm starting to learn as I get older about my mother and my father and how it's connected. Mm, thank you for sharing that. Thank you yeah. for letting me talk about it. That, that actually helped a lot because there's a lot of shit I wanted to get off my motherfucking chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we, we're sensitive about our mommies. Period. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're sensitive about our mommies, especially if, you know, we were raised by our mommies. So, yeah, it can get. Yeah sensitive thank you for all the great feedback that we have got from it and yeah all right oh yeah and thank you for uh, i don't know who it is that reached out um about my twin sisters in germany like as far as like the connections to help find them i appreciate it i really do God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So, not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts, I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and i know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because i put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch i am community is fuck (laughs) so thank you i really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. Well, my topic is... It kind of passed by some weeks ago, but, you know, when all the, the thing going on with the baby is with him saying a lot of um, dumb stuff and all that on stage at a concert, um, you know, in the midst of that, people were calling out, um, I am Zoe, um, Zoe, the comedian, he was on Wild and Out and shit like that. And he talked to T.I., and T.I., uh, he did a live with T.I., and T.I. is one of the people that was defending the baby. And so, like, they was kind of talking about it, you know, kind of ch- try to bridge the gap and come to a conclusion. I guess that's what they were trying to do. 
And in the midst of that, you know, Zoe was saying that, you know, he don't think that the baby should be canceled, should stop rapping, you know, shit like that. But he should take atonement for what he said and accountability for saying negative things. And people was pointing out, you know, I'm not surprised by what Zoe is saying because he's the type of nigga where he said he liked DL men. He preferred DL men and he preferred, quote unquote, straight men. He meant that you know, quote unquote, operate straight, you know, you wouldn't think that they were gay or you, not even that you would, they operate a straight. Um, they have straight friends. They have girlfriends, of course, not in relationship, but they prefer women and stuff like that. Um, you know, shit like that. And so people was, you know, also countering that by saying, you know, let's not, point out to people in the community and talk about what's wrong in the community we should be talking about what's wrong with the baby and our oppressors quote unquote aka the straight people the cis heads and so I kind of wanted to talk to y'all about y'all's opinion on his take and his stance because after getting the backlash you know he tried to say that he was he didn't find the courage to transition and you know and it, it just went into this big old spin that I didn't expect. You know what I'm saying? And I remember me making statements before that um, I prefer, you know, by men or men that are used to my anatomy or quote unquote straight men, you know, that are that, you know, that are used to pussy because my experience with dealing with gay men has been that. It hasn't always been a pleasant experience because they don't know my anatomy. So with that being said, you know, kind of want to talk about this stuff. So what was y'all's first impression with him saying that he prefers DL me? Like, do you want me to play the clip? I'm basically a, I'm just, I'm a trans woman trapped in a bush queen's body, honey. That's who I am. And like I said, if I would have not been afraid to go through my process because I would have thought that my family wasn't going to accept me because they were already Bible built people. I was already scared to tell them I was gay. I lied to my mom and I said I got tired of lying her. So I told her the truth. But then it turned around and said I want to be a woman. I was scared. I don't want to do it now because like now bitch, I'm a whole nigga. You know what I'm saying? And what if I do it and shit don't turn out right? I look hard as a brick wall. Oh, I bet you should have just stayed a fucking nigga. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of looks like I'm like a man because if I was a trans woman, that's what I would be doing. I would be living as a cis woman. I would. You can't live as a cis woman. I would have had the whole top bottom procedure. Boom. Done. But it doesn't mean I don't respect and love us. And when I say I couldn't be with a gay man, it's because like I just I can't. Gay masculinity and straight masculinity are kind of like different than me. And so since I like, uh, oh, thank you for my nails. So since I like DL men, what I mean by DL men is um, you still live, it doesn't mean you have a girlfriend or a wife or nothing. It just means you have, you live a straight life, okay? You live a straight life. You have straight friends. And you know what I'm saying? And that's your norm. You don't want to be out and open. You want to still be able to be around your homeboys and your homeboys not judge you. That's what I mean by when I say 
um, DL. So no, I don't want a bi guy because a bi guy is somebody who still is openly attracted to men and people know this, okay? So um, I still like men who like women, if you get what I'm saying. I want him to still like women. And so... So that could be taken as homophobic because you want someone that portrays. That's not homophobic. Homopho Do y'all know what homophobic is? Homophobic is when you're disgusted by gay people or you don't like them or you hate their ways. I don't. It's called a preference. I like the masculinity of like it's you won't understand unless you're in the gay community and i'm in the gay community you're not i don't know who you are i don't know if you are gay or not but um there's a different type of majority not all there's a different type of masculine when a, with a gay top guy and a and a supposed like a straight man it's the illusion girl masculine and it's I don't definitely illusion it, but how can I say it? Because you hang around so many gay people, you can pick up their ways. It's not purposely like, I mean, like you may start saying some of the phrases, your hand may act a certain way. You may walk a certain way, but it doesn't, it doesn't take away your masculinity, but it's just not that masculinity of a guy who's always around, you know, masculine acting men so it's different um i don't know and then like in in the gay community a top some think it's okay for him to uh uh um uh, uh, you know give it <laughs> and i don't want my man to like any of that stuff i want him to be masculine but so uh, listen this so what is so, unpack. go ahead this is what i see it as i see zone afraid to transition babe as a woman he so he wants a man that's attracted to women but if a man is attracted to you zoe baby he's attracted to men because you are a man that's what that's how you operate in this world and this is how and that's how you present now no shade they may give you the illusion they may give you the that illusion that that you that the cuntiest of the cunties and you know girl they can they they like the femininity and they they treat you like cunt but then they go back to their wives and their girlfriends or the the girls that they mess with if they're not in relationships like you say you don't want cis women to feel like, you know, you messing with their trade. But definitely, I understand you want you want to feel like a woman without actually being a woman. And it don't make sense. I get where your mind is, but it don't. Um, it don't make sense. He he also tweeted in May, if he's seen with openly gay or trans people, he's not and never was my man. Well, you know, because he because he said that if he transitioned, that he would be a stealth woman. He would be a stealth trans woman. So if he mentally thinks that he's a stealth trans woman in his mind, then of course he's going to want a man that operates for unquote stealth. But you are not a stealth trans woman. You are not a woman. 
you don't have breasts and you don't have a vagina and, I, and you don't have to be have a be, have a vagina and be a woman, but you don't present as one. So like I understand. Oh, God. And that all sounds problematic because transness is not supposed to look a certain way. But but you don't. Um, you you not you not take oh god go ahead y'all it sounds like this is what it's it's really complicated but i i understand where he's coming from but it's a lot of gay men that operate that way and don't like gay men don't like masculinity from gay men but baby i haven't seen a lot of gay men who operate just like straight men that don't 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 bend their wrist don't you wouldn't even know you know you would know that they was they was gay unless they told you so like to say that gayness like gay men can't operate like straight men. It, I think that's kind, that's really late. But the thing is, the dudes he fucking with is not straight. Anyway, I like I like but, how Dominic but, is just dissecting everything. It just it sounds like he just wants the typical inaccessible. Like, well, the the thing is, is they think that they mm-hmm. that gay gay men think that they can have the trade that have us, but you can't because no, there are cis women. Cis women, but that's huh? not. No, he's he want he oh. wants the same men that cis women get. But he he <laughs> just said he just said if he's seen with openly gay or trans people, he's not and never was my man. That's why I feel like the tra- he's a trans woman was a gaslight. That's why I feel like he was making it synonymous, like that. You know, like making it seem like oh, I'm a trans woman. Leave me alone. Like that's what it gave we to me. You can't be a trans woman. Mm. Like this it's like this is why. Like, you know, I just think that you should live in your truth. If you want to do that, get on hormones, <laughs> get your laser, get your name changed, get your titties and your pussy and live as a woman. And you can access that piece of trade. Sure. But those pieces of trade that you think you're accessing, you're not accessing them. You access, you accessing very masculine gay men. Well, not. No, that's not. If a man no, is attracted talk? to another no, man, then he's gay. Something. Go ahead. No, he's, he could be bisexual. He could be bisexual. Well, he can be that's, bisexual. That's, that's my. That's my thing, though. Like somebody said, DL men, some of the biggest freaks and bottoms you will ever encounter. Oh, definitely. You're not getting one that hasn't fucked on a nigga already. So Zoe kind of got to let that go. Well, no, there are some. Can I say something? I do understand wanting trade, though. The whole, the whole masculinity has on us, even myself sometimes, is something serious. And I, and I think that's just what you just want the inaccessible. Like, you 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 you're attracted to men and you like masculinity which is fine but like to loop it in with i'm a trans woman like leave me alone it's well, maybe, weird. But, but let's not invalidate how he feels there are plenty of gay men who are envious of trans women they hate on us and they are nasty to us but inside they can't transition because they're afraid because he told the truth he's afraid of what his parents are going to say and he, he doesn't have the balls to be able to transition and so there are plenty of gay men who definitely do that yeah who think that they can have that that they think that they can have every they can have access to men who are attracted to us when there are definitely certain men who only like trans women and who only like cis women and they don't or do not cross those barriers there are some that do have standards that do like trans so so do you think so do you think there's some trans women that transition to get dudes of course there are about you that if, if it's for a point sometimes but sometimes it's and sometimes everybody everybody doesn't have that deep connection with surgery and like trans like trans 
<laughs> I and hear some people talk. don't have that deep connection. I want to hear Diamond Oh, talk. excuse me. You can't. You can't. Oh, you that's can't. fine. No, 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 it's okay. Silence your girlfriend. My opinion don't matter. You go can't, ahead. You keep having Go ahead, mother. You oh! keep having it. Okay, but you just forgot what you said. No. No, it's okay. No. Well, you, I let you, I was patient. I let you come around but, and remember what you said. You, you, you keep having I can't have pickle. I don't know. Go ahead. Mother, she wants you to talk. He didn't say it's time for me to be quiet. I'm you keep you keep interrupting him though. <laughs> <laughs> you every time he's trying to get a thought out, you interrupt him. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sting. Oh, give me a kiss. What other thoughts do you have, Z? What other do you have anything else? Yes, what else, Papa? There's some gay men that hit me up too. And they talk about how they ask me, you know, where do I get the surgery? Where do I, you know, how do I get the surgery you got? And, you know, I think it's quite interesting. And, and I know that it just loops in with the, it just loops in with they want the access. Like they want the, who they feel is inaccessible. And I think that's just what it is. And some of them might, you know, like, I don't know. It's not too many trans people I don't know that feel dysphoria that bad to where they don't transition. And go. But I don't think that's looped with dysphoria anyway. But I, I think that it's just it's just something he's he might actually feel. And I'm not trying to validate. He might actually feel like he want to transition. But the reasoning, most trans people transition not because they want men. They transition because not because they want a certain gender. They transition for dysphoria and dysphoria only or for to get gender euphoria. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, that's why it's weird to me. I feel like it's a gaslight in a way to get people off his back. And it also paints a picture of trans women that trans women all want straight men. They all want a certain man. And it's, it's a lot of trans lesbians out here. It's a lot of trans bisexual women out here. So I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I think it's just one of those gray areas where it's kind of like, he just don't want to, he, he just don't want to feel like the dudes he fucking with is accessible to all the other gay men. Like he want to feel special in a way. Superior. But I, I, I mean, all of us aren't monolithic. Like I really, have been scorned by cis men. I kind of like. Go ahead. And I think that I think the mask attracted to the masculinity thing is genuine. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm attracted to a certain masculinity too. But I think to rule out all gay men, even though these men you're fucking with is queer in some way, if they fucking with you, you present as a man. There's queerness there. And I feel like even if cis men fuck with me, like straight men fuck with me, there's queerness there. <laughs> like, so like, and I have a pussy. I was born a fat. Like, if you fuck with me, you like women. There ain't no queerness. Bitch, you like, you like cut. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm just joking. That, that, That's how I feel. I'm just, I'm just joking. Look at your face. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Okay, go ahead, mother. Okay, so this, so first of all, every a lot of stuff of what y'all said is a lot to unpack, and a lot of <laughs> a lot of stuff at, that he said is a lot to unpack. I might not catch everything, but it's it's a lot to unpack. 
it's a it's a lot it's a lot but i'm gonna stick with some of the things that i think um we gotta really grasp i think you know um first of all um just because our internet faves and celebrity faves do whatever talent that we like for them to do just because they do that well does not mean that they're intelligent it does not mean that they have a, a social justice range it does not mean that they have um the education to speak on certain issues thoroughly Okay, so sometimes because people are popular, we put them on a pedestal and expect them to have the education or the nuance or the life experiences to be and and self-reflection enough to talk about issues as thoroughly as an expert can. Okay, Mm -hmm. we when we talk when we and we've seen this many times. When I when I want to hear, I love Beyonce, right? I love Beyonce. I love her work ethic. I love her music. I love how she become. She has be. She has put herself in a position to be one of the greatest entertainers of all times. To me, in my opinion, uh, definitely one of the premier greats. Right? You, we're, we're not gonna. She's gonna go down in history as somebody who made a mark in music and entertainment. So I think she's amazing. But I'm not going to go to Beyonce and talk to her about social justice shit. I'm not going <laughs> to go to Beyonce and talk to her about cooking. I'm, I mean, she told she 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 told us many times that she doesn't know how to cook. And so I'm not going to go. There are certain things that I know I'm not going to expect Beyonce to be the expert on it. When we talk about choreography, when we talk about um, setting up a tour, when we talking about how to market my music and that, yes, I'm going to listen to Beyonce because Beyonce done been and she has been a success. So I know she knows what the T is with that, but I'm not going to go to her to talk about womanism. I'm not going to go to her to talk about um, the social justice nuances. I'm not going to go to her and talk about gender, gender identity. They're not going to know, be an expert at some of these things. And so I think sometimes we put these internet influencers on a pedestal and think that they should automatically know stuff. But Zoe does not seem very smart to me. Funny hilarious make them sickening ass videos that i'd be cracking up comedically genius i love it i love when he has the videos where he's doing the voiceover and he acting like he's talking to the people genius i love it i love it i love that but i'm not getting um conversation deep i'm not expecting deep conversations about gender and identity from zoe or zoe is that how you say his name zoe Zo. I don't know how you say his name. Zo, <laughs> however. Ain't he a chaser? Huh? Yeah, he hit Z up in his inbox. Mm. Oh, that don't he mean. Like, he, he's a chaser for trans men. Mm. Zo? Oh, yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Are we talking about the same person? The one we just. Yeah. yeah. Oh, y'all should open with that. But anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, um, yeah, well, he definitely was in my niggas. Inbox. So he like trans men too? 
<laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he had changed. Okay, it. so oh, that's a whole d- d- different kind of warm. So we ain't gonna talk about that. Let's talk about straight men. So <laughs> straight men to me, in the same way that we see women who are at peak privilege when it comes to social capita, like when we think about um uh Gabrielle Union, a Drea Michelle, a Amber Rose, they have um they they have beauty to the level they almost like hit the jackpot when it comes to social capita and getting privileges from their beauty. Okay. There are women who just because they are so extremely beautiful, men will fetishize them, give them the world, treat them nicer, da 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 da, and covet them, right? Mm-hmm. There are women, right? There are women, y'all mm-hmm. know women like this that are just, yeah. you know, that like a Lauren London, you know, they're only successful because they are beautiful, not necessarily because they are talented. There is a opposite. There is a in the same way men fetish women on that level that mm-hmm. you are a purse, you are a, an accessory for me. You are Ooh. a high end, you are just like a high end car, you are just like a high end bag, you are just like a high end house, you are an accessory that I covet. So I want the baddest bitch. I want the trophy wife. There are queer people, particularly AMAD people, who fetish men on that same exact level. A straight man who is performing just like those girls are performing femininity to the max level. They want straight men to perform masculinity to the max level where nobody can tell. Like you are just masculine and straight those men that performance is a fetish for them okay put them on a pedestal and put and they put them on the pedestal and covet them they want them they love them and they have a delusion in their mind about them about the type of man they are what they do when they're at home what they type of people that they try to holler at you know i can't say that i have not done this to myself there are certain dudes that i don't even ask you what's your history because i don't want to know it i want to keep the illusion of what i think you are in my mind i don't want to know all the girls you mess with i don't want to know if you mess with a gay boy before i don't want to know all that because it would it will it would the sexual illusion of what i think you are will be ruined if i knew the truth now i can honestly say that that i've experienced you know that i've been in that situation myself so sometimes we fetish and covet masculinity in the same way like fucking men do um women who who perform femininity but what we know is that all this performance is fake bullshit do you see what i'm saying everybody there is no such thing as the perfect somebody performing gender whether on the feminine side or the masculine side to the perfect peak level there is no such thing we all um i think the brilliant um 
um, Raquel Willis, I, I recorded her saying it. Um, she says, we all are gender nonconforming in, in the sense of we do not perfectly perform gender. None of us do. And so what Zoe is expressing is that these men that he like, he's under the illusion that they are performing masculinity to what he deems the peak level. And that could include how they dress, how they act. He lists a whole bunch of things. Oh, when they hang around gay men, they say they lingo. They do their hand a certain way. They walk a certain way. It's all these things to him. That's the checklist of what is feminine. And when they don't do that, ooh, he got all the masculine stuff. He only deals with cis women. He only deals with um, he only deals with me, no other queer people. It's a delusion if you think DL niggas is only dealing with you. <laughs> and so he needs that illusion. Now let's talk about his gender identity. Now, what we are experiencing, this is if I don't, I actually, Z, I don't think that this is a, a gaslight where he is just saying this to, um, um, like to get off my back because I'm a trans woman because he could have said something else. I don't think it needed to be that extreme. But I th I do think what we are looking at when we look at him, we are looking, you know, when we look at a Caitlyn Jenner or an older trans woman and we say, what took you so long to transition? We are looking at a person who is in that mode, who I have decided, a young person, I have decided it's just that now we are free enough and he has enough money with his comedy career he's free enough to be able to say what the fuck i want i'm still going to be making these dollars i'm still going to go viral i'm still going to be funny and because we have set the culture up culture up for him to be free and talk about it you feel what i'm saying he can say oh i think you know i feel like i'm a trans woman but yeah. i'm 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 fearful and I, I was fearful when i was younger and now the now the time has passed for me I have a friend that was like that. I do feel I had my friend Mario when I was younger was a trans woman because he was six, four hairy as hell, not quote unquote pretty blah, 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 blah. He didn't transition. And so he made the decision to just say, fuck it. I'm just going to live my life in my sexual realm. Not because I'm it's just sexual orientation. I'm just going to live my womanhood through my intimate partnerships. And so I'm going to look for straight men who I think are straight. Now, let, let me give another context. I remember when I was in high school, pre-high school, but I was not this uber feminine. I was a feminine. If you saw me, you would think I was just a gay boy. But in my mind, I was transitioned, but I hadn't I didn't hadn't been on hormones enough to have breasts. I hadn't been I hadn't got any surgery done. Um, I hadn't I started wearing tighter clothes, getting little French manicures on my nails. You get what I'm saying? I was easing into my womanhood when I was a freshman. You feel what I'm saying? I wasn't just bam. You know, but I I was trying to, in my mind, try to kind of ease it into it instead of just being dressed, heels, da 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 da. I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, um, I didn't have the courage enough to do it in that way. So I slowly started to do it. You see what I'm saying? And there were boys who were in, who I consider straight, who were engaging with me, who I think 
And it might be illusion. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to admit that. But I think that they were engaging with my, 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 my womanness. I think that they were, even though I know when you saw me, people on the street would saw me and think that I was a, you know, a butch queen. But when I talk to men who, who were, who are men now, and I talk to them about how they engaged with me back in the day, they would say things like, I couldn't think of you as a boy. I couldn't think of you. I thought of you as a girl. I knew you were a boy, but it was just something about you that was different than a normal ass gay nigga. Mm. And so there is, it was something different, but if, if you looked at me, no, I looked like a fucking, a feminine butch queen. That's what I looked like. I didn't have no titties. I didn't have da 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 da. So, and can't nobody tell me that that wasn't what they were telling me was because these are private conversations. They're not performing in front of somebody. They're telling me this and talking to me about it. Honestly, after years of reflection, da 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 da. And this, and it wasn't just one, it was multiple ones. They're saying, yo, I couldn't engage with you. Like a, I didn't engage with you like a regular gay nigga. I didn't engage with you like a regular cis woman, a cis girl. It was something about you that was different. And I didn't understand it. I didn't understand how I could be attracted to you because I'm not gay, <laughs> you know? And then they are wrestling with whether they are gay or not gay and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, you was actually engaging with the woman that I wanted you to, the, whatever the, my spirit was, you were engaging with that. I think it was. I think you were engaging with the womanhood. You were seeing what I wanted you to see. And so I can't say that the men that's dealing with Zoe, I can't say all of them, maybe some of them, but I can't say they all are not seeing the woman that's in him. I can't say it is or is it not. I don't know. But what I do know is this is what we're talking about when we don't give room for people to express whatever the fuck. This is what the this is what the binary does to all of us. This is what it does to all of us. It put us, we try to put everybody in these boxes, cis women, trans women, um, men, uh, gay boys, all these boxes of what they may not fit. And they, and all of us is trying to figure out where we are in these spectrums, in the, in this, in this, in this matrix. And so what Zoe has done is shared with us where he's at in his, in his, um, understanding of his own matrix and it may not sound like it makes sense to us because Mia some of the things the things you said it sounds and you clocked it you stopped and paused and said oh this kind of sound problematic or this sounds kind of hypocritical but yeah it's it's gonna some of the shit is gonna always sound hypocritical because if I had the courage and nuance to nuance my identity why can't Zoe yeah. You see what I'm saying? I get it. I understand that there is a problematic nature to it. But I also understand that a lot of times gender is not big enough for us to understand. And womanhood is not stretched enough. Manhood is not stretched enough for people for people to find their self wherever comfortably. None of us. Because we don't gonna, perform. No, it. We don't yeah. perform it to peak level ever nobody even that lumber jackass motherfucking paw bunging nigga in the mountains who does who does however 
you know, who does masculinity, hairy, da 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 da. Even them niggas can be bears. Do you see what I'm saying? They still can. It doesn't mean, and sometimes I be feeling like if you performing masculine, if you are literally performing masculinity to that peak top level, it is gay as hell to me because you are, you get what I'm saying? It feels gay as hell because it's it's almost like a caricature of manhood. Like a, like a a Johnny Bravo. It's, it starts to be a character where it's like, mm, this doesn't make sense. And so for me, I, I say all of that to say this. Um, Hold on, where, let me see if there was another. Um, that gender is fluid. That gender can be fluid and nobody is going to fit, particularly when we are discussing things where there are overlap with gender identity and um, sexual orientation. Because both of those things are so interconnected, we know we can conceptualize that there is a difference between the two. But socially, those, are, those things can be interconnected and there can be a Venn a place where they intermingle and you can't tell the difference in somebody's identity. And so it's important for us to be sensitive to people, particularly young people um, who are trying to figure this shit out. You can tell by listening to him that I'm just telling y'all what I think, how I'm trying to think about it, how I'm trying to process it. I knew that my family wasn't going to accept me. And then now I'm like a whole nigga. I don't even think that I will be able to be passable. So I'm just going to live my life how I live my life. You can tell that there have been compromise made, compromise, compromises made. You can tell that he's just still trying to figure it out. And so I think we got to be tender to people like that, but also hold them accountable. I don't think he should have been on there talking about it with T.I. You, you are not an expert. You don't have the range to talk about this with T.I. You just and don't. And T.I. though. T.I. don't have the range either. These device. is two buffoons who don't have the range to talk about this. <laughs> and y'all on here talking about something that y'all know shit about. They all, they both sound confused and like they wasn't sure. They knew that they stood their ground on something, but they just didn't know how to express it in a really valid way, even though T.I. is supposed to have like this reputation of being very um, articulate. Hard. Yeah, but no, it didn't get you that. You're saying a bunch of words and not saying shit at all. <laughs> Well, I just wanted to, to thank him for his vulnerability as far as, you know, letting everybody know how he felt mentally, because that that is a vulnerable place to be in, to, to let people in on that and give their opinions about how you are. Because a lot of people don't even do that. There are so many people who won't even give you that access. And you did that on the platform. So there's a lot of bravery that came with that. And almost like a cry for help. Um, and I sent him a um I had responded to his um, one of his comments underneath the, the post and said, I hope that you find your peace because all of us aren't able to do that. And I know I know how that feels to um, be held to certain expectations and and whatever realm you are as far as like culturally or like with your family and stuff and how your connection with people is so deep that you don't want to dishonor them or you don't want to um, make them feel away by making the wrong choices that they don't want you to make. And, uh, and Z, what was you about to say before I make my last statement? I was going to say, I guess the, the, the him saying that he was trans thing kind of threw me off. What threw me off about it and what made me feel like it was just something that he, you know, it, I don't know. I felt like it was just like, I, I feel like it was thrown out there because 
what threw me off was him tweeting if he's seen with openly gay or trans people he's not him's never my man so it's just like you don't see yourself as equal to trans women so like it's like well, that's what made it interesting to me well of course not well, uh, because he think in his mind like others we know trans women like this yes who we think know, that they right. are cis yeah, how many how many sex changes have y'all talked to that say that they're just like cis women? They're they, not a trans they, woman. They are a cis woman. Yeah, and, and they use. So if he's one of all. them in yeah. his mind, that makes sense. Yeah, like yeah. Go ahead, Austin. Somebody said, I think part of Zoe's mentality is coming from not following through with transitioning. It was mentioned in an IG post before. I think if Zoe had transitioned, the outlook would be different. We know that trans women are women, but Zoe didn't transition. So with that, DL men becomes the prime choice because it allows him to identify how he wanted in the first place. And they are seen as DL because Zoe now identifies as male. But if he had transitioned, they would be considered straight. But I don't know. It definitely needs more unpacking. Yeah. But that's exactly what Diamond just said. If you and also understand that everybody is dismantling internalized homophobia and transphobia. And we all are working through that, that working through that. And there was a lot of things that Zoe said that yes, you you may not, it may not be Zoe. (laughs) Either one. Y'all know who I'm talking about. He He, in his, in your conversation, you got to understand that these are systems that we all are trying to dismantle and being really, um, oh, homophobia means, uh, you like you fear and you hate and you, you fear the homosexuals. I don't feel you, you, you see cis people saying that all the time. All I don't time. fear homosexuals at all. It, that's it's not, impressive. come on, motherfucker. You ain't that fucking, um, obtuse. <laughs> you are not that fucking, fucking dense and stupid. Look, it's the way to play in our face, right? You are playing. Maybe, you have maybe. to, um, we all are, you have some internalized homophobia. You feel like gay men are beneath you. And transphobia. And transphobia. And you got to dismantle that. It's, you, be yourself. You know, be yourself. <laughs> but be real about that. I guess it's just so so foreign to me where I can't wrap my head around it. I will say I will admit that I can't wrap my head around it because I don't think I ever heard it reversed because I think AFAP people are so free to express sexuality. I can't imagine a stud saying, you know, well, I just want straight women and I like I literally just saw a TikTok of it. I, they'd always say that. I have I, not all. I have, that's not no, the norm. No. But I have literally just saw a TikTok of a stud saying, "I only fuck with cis women because I don't want to. I don't want to transition, but I don't want them to touch me. I want to feel like a nigga." You mean straight women? No, stud. They only fuck with cis straight women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I've never heard that personally, but really? I guess it's true. Yeah, like, I, I just can't wrap my head around me wanting to transition to get bitches. I mean, women. 
Ooh. So it's just like. But I it's can't not wrap my head when, when you identify with that, when you acknowledge that you identify with being a trans woman, it's no longer with um, I'm trying to get bitches. It's I'm trying to live where I can live comfortably. Like I can't transition because I feel like and this is just me analyzing what Zoe said. I can't be the woman that I, I was scared and now I feel it's too late for me to be the woman that I think I'm, that's in my, in my inside. So what I'm going to do is at least I'm going to try to be in intimate partnership with straight men. Do you get it? It's like I, at least this part that I can control and even in his conversation in the video, he was like, this is why I'm weird and I'm probably never going to find no man or I'm not going to get married. That's what he was talking about to um, B. Simone. And imagine getting having a conversation with her silly self. But anyway. Yeah, so have it. You get what I'm saying? He literally was talking about it in that context. I'm probably never going to find no man. I'm probably going to be alone. And in this, because how I think about men is through my internalized transness. And so I want, I'm in my mind, I want to be that cisgender girl. So I'm only going to date men who only date cisgender girls. And I'm going to ignore that I present as a boy. It, it's hard to, it, all of this is, it, it, all of this is, um, okay, that makes sense. Difficult. <laughs> it, it can be complicated for people, but I'm going to ignore that I may present as a boy, that I know that I'm a boy, but this really, it doesn't really matter because internally I'm a woman to myself. And so I'm going to, what we, what we are seeing is a trans woman who thinks that, you know, them problematic trans women that think, <laughs> oh, I'm not trans. Da, 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 da. Oh. We're just seeing one of them who didn't transition and we yes. have given them room and space to talk about it. Normally we would see them at 65, <laughs> 70 talk about, okay, I'm finally ready to be a woman now. <laughs> there, okay. there's a particular girl who follows me that transitioned later in life and and when i talk to her i think she's one of them people because she you know i think she's like oh this is oh I, I don't do all of that with the straight boys i like them to think i like to be be a woman and da 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 da, da. they thought like that before they transitioned too yeah. And that's why they hook up. That's why you see them hooking up with dudes on the low because they have they they when they fit the straight perfect illusion that they can give them. Because everybody everybody like everybody who transitions has this idea of what they want to present and how they want their womanhood, their manhood, or their transness to look like. And so you that everybody already meant and it, sometimes it does evolve. But some, but but most of most of the time, we already know how we want to present, and that's how he would. That's how he would have presented as a as a sex change trans woman who was dealt, who didn't tell the world, who only dealt with men who who seen her as a, a cis woman. And we all just like there's a there's a cognitive dissonance. I don't know if that's really appropriate to say, but it, there's a way that we try to. Um, there's a, it's a book called Sister Citizen by um by um 
Melissa Harris Perry. And in, in her presentation of the book, she talks about this experiment of the crooked room. It's called the crooked room experiment. And it is it, the experiment is there's a chair that is put in the middle of this room. But the but the chair is is built to be off, to be crooked. And how. And what they learn from people when they bring them into the room and try to get them to sit in the chair, their brain, they put their body in a position, even though it's uncomfortable on the chair, they try to put themselves in a position to where they are aligned with the room. Okay. And so I say that because I think that we all are trying to align ourselves with what we want to be in the world. All of us. And so sometimes how that manifests in people is strange and weird. And I don't <laughs> even want to say strange and weird. Let's just say different. Yeah, different. And, and it's going to be more extreme than yours. But but you got to understand that's how cis people look at us, too. <laughs> we are literally changing our bodies, changing our uh, our chemical makeup to make to 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 to. Put you come saying to present ourselves to the world the way we want to see it. There, this person is just doing it in a way that you don't understand. Z, you get what I'm saying? This is it, it doesn't make sense to you, but it's never, it probably just like there's some people who never are gonna get that what we're doing as trans people. <laughs> we're and you come saying we're binary trans people, so we, you know, we're you know, we're just you know, trying to do it how we feel like it's supposed to be done but there are some people that's doing a other way look at um alok um the non-binary kind of one of the most popular ones alok the one does i think mm-hmm. isn't they south asian mm-hmm. i don't know but alok uh, look at alok there's certain there you know that's i'm they are teaching me so much <laughs> i don't i don't sometimes i don't know how to Take some of the stuff they say. Some of their stuff is be like, ooh, that's a little too. I don't want to say it's too deep. I understand it, but I'm not there <laughs> because I'm not non-binary. And I, I okay. you know, I'm okay. not I'm not to the point where I'm 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 cracking it. I know it's important to crack the the non the binary open, but because I'm comfortable with my little crooked seat, <laughs> because I'm comfortable in where I have twisted myself in how i how i present to the world i'm comfortable where i am i don't i literally i don't feel any incongruency with my body i don't feel like what i felt in my teens i have gotten to the point at 40 years old to where i am very comfortable with myself i don't i there i'm in a state of gender euphoria i don't i don't have bouts of dysphoria very very I, I, I can't even remember a time. So I have gotten to the point with all the things that I've done with my body, with all the mental things that I've done with getting my self-confidence together when it comes to me, I am comfortable with where I'm at. Everybody is not there. And so some of the things that if you're trying to get me to d- dismantle the binary in my personal life, I'm like, child, I'm, I understand why it's important for you and I want you to be free, da, 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 da. But there's certain things I'm not gonna buck up against. Yeah. 
I understand to an extent. I, I see what you're saying because, like, there's some things, like some things as far as sexuality, a lot. But like, there's natural things, and there's some mental things where you just resist. Like, ah, like I, mentally, that all. Like, for instance, I couldn't see myself dating a lesbian, and also how I mentioned, like, I prefer. The no, I prefer by men or straight, straight, not straight presenting, but men that are used to dealing with cis women and vagina and stuff like that. So, I mean, I get and I'm sure there's some people that wouldn't understand that just me being bisexual in general and me being a trans man, all that. So, I see what you're saying. It's still like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I see what you said. I see so said. good luck, Zo. Good luck, Zo. I hope it works out for you. Yeah. Good luck, girl. <laughs> you know, good luck, girlfriend. And I stay out of Mia's man's inbox, baby. Yeah, bitch. Stay out his inbox. No fucking shade. That didn't happen. Bro, I don't. It didn't happen. No. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I dreamt it up, so I'll I'll make yeah. sure I I'll talk to God about it, so I don't have those dreams anymore. <laughs> but um, I'm you you know and stuff. But um, yeah, I hope I hope I hope you find the light, whatever wherever that is. Oh, boom. So me and Z went to um, me and Z went to have fun one night, and I had got dressed up, and I had like this cute little like mesh and rhinestone new dress, and I had my I had got my hair <laughs> I had got my hair done at a hair school. Y'all, if y'all know anything about hair schools, bitch, sometimes you get what you pay for. <laughs> And bitch, Jay had gave me a swoop with some sister curls. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> I had looked like Goldilocks. You were. Bitch, I didn't know. I was like, what? Are and I was like, where am I going to go with this? I had went and paid for my shit at the front desk. They was like, is it your birthday? No. <laughs> this ain't what I asked for, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna make it work. <laughs> I'm gonna make it work. And so I went home and I was like, shit, I gotta find something to do. I didn't pay for this girl to do my hair. Now I now I look like Goldilocks and the three bears. And so I was like, let's do something, Papa. And so he's like, yeah, let's, you know, I was like, let's, let's, let's just go out. We went out, couldn't find nowhere to, to that was selling alcohol because we went out to goddamn late. So I was like, where can we find a place we can get some alcohol? And then we seen it. We went to hookah spot. The nigga tried to charge me $160 for a bottle of Hennessy. It was a BYOB place. I said, bitch, not, you must be smoking dope. There's no way I would pay $160 for a, a bottle of Hennessy. That's probably need my white girlfriends with the blonde hair and the blue eyes. I know I would have got it for a cheaper price. Anyway, so I was like, where can we go? And um, I was like, let's go to a shoe club. So we, he was like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, let's go do it. Because, you know, I like, I like to be in spaces where I, I like to see my man have fun and like just have a good time. And so we went to the shoe club 
And I'm, I had already been before with some girlfriends way back in the day. And when we went in there, it was some beautiful girls. I was like, okay, they was on the poles and stuff. And at first I was like, I ain't going I ain't gonna get no money. But then the, the sex worker in me said, bitch, if you was on these poles doing what you had to do and a bitch was just sitting in the crowd looking at you, you will feel away. So I said, let me go ahead and go get my little one so I can tip these bitches because that's just late. And so I, I got my little ones and I was, I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of felt a little way about, I felt envious. And it was only because of what I've been through in the sex worker um, industry, I have been I have been lied to. I have been I, if y'all if y'all been followers of Marsha's Play, y'all know that I tried to work at V Live, and the owner and then one a client that I an African client that I had clocked my tea, and he ended up pulling me to the bathroom and, and, and trying to make me pull my pants down. And then I lost that opportunity. Then I tried to work at V Live again. The promoter promoter basically um bamboozled bamboozled the fuck out of me (laughs) and and brought in a younger girl and pretended like i was supposed to get the job and wasted my time and so v live is uh um is a strip club y'all v live yes v live v live is a strip club out here um, so I was I was supposed to be a hostess before they had shut it down when the bitch was popping. And then they shut her down. And then I, I ended up meeting uh, one of the promoters and as a client. And they reopened it. And they reopened it. And I was I wanted to be a waitress. Like I didn't want to be a, a, on a on you know on a on a pole because you know I'm a, I'm I'm a trans woman. So I was like you know you know I don't, I can't do all that. You know I ain't got no pussy. I, I might hit the split and a ball might pop out or, or a piece of my piece and girl, I get kicked out the club. Can't do that. But I know that this tough would be okay if I was a bartender. So I was like, you know what? Well, let me go ahead and do that. I got my little TA, uh, T, TBC tobacco and whatever alcohol license, you know, did that long ass fucking test, mm-hmm. went up to the thing, stayed hours in the club. Anyways, got bamboozled. Went to the goddamn strip club that night with my nigga. And I was feeling away. Because I knew that this was access that I couldn't have. That this because to and when and when I talk about that, people don't understand it. To be to be, to work in it, because when people look at strippers, they be like, oh, this environment, they doing drugs, you know, they they doing their things at the back of the, you know, da, 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 da. but this is actually a place where they are making coins legally and they're being protected by security guards or, and I'm, you know, shit does happen everywhere, but I'm just saying this is a place where they don't have to go to the motherfucking business. They don't have to go to business. They don't have to go to back page. They don't have to go on. And they may do it, but I'm saying like they can make a coin if they are good without entertainers. Having without having sex. Without having sex. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that some have, but you know, anyways. So I was feeling away, but I was also happy because I was tipping the girls and the, the girls was actually saying thank you. And so, um, because I know on a on a week weekday it can be kind of slow. So as I was leaving, I said, you know, I'm gonna try my pussy. I'm gonna see what it. Cause I was feeling love. I had my little sister locks in and my swoop, 
and my see-through dress with the rhinestones. I was feeling love. I was, so I was like, let me see if I can, let me ask the manager if they hired transsexuals. So I, I, I went to the front as I was walking out and asked them, do they hire transgender women? And they act like they didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. Like I was just talking about aliens or some shit. And, yeah. And so I ignored them and walked the fuck out. As I'm walking out, I ain't gonna lie, I was being kind of I was being loud on purpose. I was like, I wonder one day when they're gonna hire bitches with um with, with titties at the top and dicks at the bottom. And the security guard was like, not in this lifetime, not in this, or, or not in this mother, or not in this motherfucker says the other security guard. And I was like, one day you'll see. One day you will see. And I just walked off because I I, I was, I'm, I'm just thinking like one day there will be a day where trans women are able to work side by side with cis women in a strip club without sex changes. Now, as far as how that will go, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you would have you would have to keep your bottoms on, but I just I want the same access. I don't want to have to work at a gay queer strip club because I'm a trans woman. I want the same access to the same clients with the coins that you bitches do too. Because I know my sisters that got body and face. And they trilogy and they look sickening just as much as these cis women. And they can pull just they can pull just as much money into the club as these bitches that was born with pussy. And so that's my thing. I have felt a way. And I was my question to y'all is, do y'all think that will happen one day? If so, if not, so why not? Well, what do you think? You did you really feel genuine that that would that could one day happen? I, from what I saw, I feel like maybe <laughs> I, I feel like I don't know what I got to do, but I need to shake it up because I'm tired of my girls only having to resort to sex work. Like we should be able to have that same access. And I feel like people was like, oh, the stripping is sex work. It is. It I'm, is. I'm talking about. OK, my bad. I'm talking about um, legal protected. Yeah, the thing when I when we was in a strip club, the cis men, the men in there were in their element. They was comfortable. Their booties was out. Their dicks was out. It was grinding. I could see if a trans woman was in the building, that would really affect their business. Them being in their element, comfortable. You said sometimes when they clock your teeth, they they be pulling up their pants and they get uncomfortable and. I can see a lot of that happening and people losing business and them continuing to keep it pushed out before anything flips. And that's why I can't stand AFAB people. Like, y'all bitches don't understand how much privilege I have. But see, th- ooh, this, is, this is why I don't understand why I don't understand why you put that on AFAB people. 
Like I don't understand why because they can because they can make it. They can. But that's can, jealousy. Can do- that's your well, jealousy come now. I, I guess it's there, but I guess that's what it is. But that you you're angry it. at them because of something that they can't control. You're angry at them because of privileges. They can't control them. That's the way the world is, and so. As when you are bucking up against the system and going against the grain, you got to accept that you are going against the grain and that's not going to always be accepted. It's like um, and I'm not saying and, and I'm not saying that it never can happen in the future. I just feel that we are super, super far from what you're asking for. If you want to be at a straight, a straight. Um, a cisgender heteronormative strip club and have transgender women run around with their dicks out. Alongside the 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 cisgender women with their pussies I don't know style. what that would look like, mother. I don't know. You don't, but that's not where we're at right now. We're not there yet. Now I don't know if we're ever going to get there. I don't think so. I'm not. I'm not that optimistic. But but it's like that that girl that they were saying. I don't know if this really happened because I haven't heard from the trans woman. But the trans woman that was in the spa. And the cis woman was being extra. We talked about this before. The cis woman that was being extra in the spa and da 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 da. Baby, if you are if you are a trans person, pre-op, and you're running around with your piece out in a space that that is not the norm, you should expect there to be some. I don't want to say that it's right or wrong. But because we are not in that utopia world where trans transphobia doesn't exist. <laughs> you are in the world right now and right now that is out of the norm and anything out of the norm there is going to be some type of gag well, it will gag me if I'm walking down the beach and I see somebody coming down the like just a public beach not a new beach but a public beach and, a tra- and it's a trans woman with her titties and dick out I am going to be gagged I'm going to be like oh <laughs> Oh, she! Oh, she's real free. <laughs> if she wants to do it, I think uh, she should have. You know, now we have laws about public decency, so even uh, even the trade piece can't be out uh, in in public spaces like that. Even just a regular cisgender person can't be just nude in a public place like that. But say that we were in a world where that could that you could be free. I, I understand. You comfortable, you should be able to have your body. Like, look, at the sign of, should she be able to walk around like the rest of the cisgender people, naked, and da-da-da-da? Idealistically, sure. Yeah. Idealistically, yes. But that's not where we are, baby. And there's going to be some people that says, oh, no, this is uncomfortable for me. This is not okay. This is, what? No. This, this, what, how far have we gone? You know, then they might take it too far. <laughs> but you got to expect that there's going to be some resistance. And there are going to be people and, and those privileges that you speak of, of cisgender women. And you, you, it's you not just cisgender women, it's, it's AFAB people. AFAB people. You could look like a nigga with a pussy and still receive the same privileges that a cis woman would and to an extent. But see that I don't believe that. <laughs> I well, think there, there, are is, certain, there are certain there are certain 
but that's because you want whatever that privilege you think that they have. There are some privileges that you want to have because you are not a cis woman. You want to have them because you're a trans woman. Mm. And so, so you're looking at them as that, oh my God, they got so many privileges, but they actually don't. They are at the bottom of the ringer. When it comes, not yeah, when it comes in, if we're just comparing I mean, cisgender and transgender, no, yes, they are the privileged ones. Right. But when we talk about other areas, they don't just get like these tons of privileges. Right. Yes. And I'm not ignorant to that at all, darling. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But when you that express an anger to AFAB people, when in this circumstances that you're in, it's not fair to them because they didn't make the rules. They just in there trying to make their money. This niggas made the rules. That's true. But I just feel like, I feel like, I feel like, since we since we're using the analogy of of a Jim Crow, I feel like a black person at a white only club, and uh-huh. what the white people are telling me that I can't work there. That's what I feel like. But it's not the same thing. I don't think so. I get I get, I get you trying to make the analysis because you you want to be seen as a cis woman. But if you're walking around with a dick, that is not what you're. That's not what is going to be. <laughs> I don't want to be seen as a cis woman. No, I just don't want to be. I know that's funny. No, I was laughing at what she said. Walk around in a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and how and how that in the real world, that's going to affect business. I want you to understand that if they they said, that's sure, true. somebody wanted to be um, somebody wanted to be progressive that night. <clears throat> and they said, sure, Mia. Come on, you can work tonight and go up there with your dick swinging, twerking, da 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 da. da. How many of them niggas would have stayed in that club? Not many. But I bet you, if that bitch was private and they and nobody knew the niggas was in there, they would stay. But that's that. That's why sometimes we have to have our own spaces. That's why when people talk about, um. When people talk about having exclusive spaces, I don't trip about exclusive cisgender spaces. I don't ex- trip about exclusive transgender spaces. I think that sometimes that's needed, especially in, until we get the process together, till we get to that ut- utopian world. But right what now, is- Mia, there's n- it is not going to happen where you can just go into a cisgender club and, <clears throat> and be tipping around with the cis girls with your piece out. And I, but I'm not saying I want that though. I'm not saying. But I what do you want? That. That's what you were asking. But why am I saying I want to be tipping around with my peace out diving? What I'm do you want? I just want equality. God damn it! I want equality. But what? <sighs> when you choose to buck up this against this system, have to understand that you are going up against the grain. And yeah. so it is not a fat people's fault that you don't have access to the privileges that they have. It's it niggas' is, fault. It, niggas has set it up to where, honey, strip club for um, women exist more so than men. Yeah, there's strip clubs for sister and men, but more so than um, the women's exist more. There's a whole industry that you may not, as a trans woman, a uh, uh, pre-op trans women may not have access to 
But I don't even think a lot of them want to. I think a lot of them want to have the access. They would rather be doing something else. Not all of them, but I even think they'd rather be doing something else. It's not really it's not really a privilege is to be exploited. <laughs> I'm using my body to be exploited um, most of the time. Not all the time. Some people do it because I love to do it. But most of them would tell you that the ones that I know would tell you, I don't even want to be here, bitch. Yeah, I understand you. You want to be in all the space. You want the option. I want the I don't, option. You gotta catch I, I, it when you're getting mad at them. Yeah, and I and I, and I think I think I'm upset. I'm at, and you're right. I'm at, I'm upset at the wrong people, and it's niggas that I want to. I should be upset. At. I just think I just and people talk about how you know you need your own space, but the thing is, the coin <laughs> isn't in my own space. The coin is in their space. They're getting the niggas with the money, the niggas that have the the celeb the like this th- these coins, and they're coming to this space. The niggas with the coins ain't coming to the girls. So the problem is, it. so the problem Only is not that you. It's not. It's not the problem that you want equality. You just don't want to be broke. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to be sitting with the girls wishing on a diamond. And having to uh, having to wait on niggas to call me in order to see them behind closed doors. No, I want to see you niggas throw the same amount of money in my face like you do them bitches with pussy. I want the same thing. But I've seen girls that have pretty faces, but they have eyes that much. Well, I'm not one of them girls. And there's other, but see, but even that is a privilege that you are. There's going to be some quote unquote brick that's going to look at you like, ooh, you, you, honey, this is Diamond Styles talking to you. You are, you, ever since I've known you, you done lived off being a hoe. You, you recently got a job. But I know some bitches who can't make no money hoeing. Bitch, your ass is you a pretty ass bitch and then lived off hoeing for as long as I've known you. <laughs> so even that, even that is a privilege. There's some there's some people that don't make money like you. <laughs> so even so they can look at you like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? You got a that's, privilege too. That's true. You can just the, the idea that you can even think you can go in there and be on the level of them cisgender women, and I can't, not me, but honey, because I'm that bitch. <laughs> but, but you know, some brick girl saying, oh, I, I, you know, I can't even go in there without them clocking me. At least you pretty enough on a level to go in there and even think yeah. you could do it. That's even yeah. a privilege. But yeah. all of that doesn't matter because it's really just about access to the money. You mad because these bitches is out here got a hustle that you don't it's got access point. to. Listen, it's the coin that I want. Them bitches, them bitches had, it was one bitch that was just, that bitch was just doing this the whole time. That's all she did. And she had walked away with a bag. She didn't even see a couple of niggas. She was in one nigga face the whole entire time and she walked away with a bag. But that's a, look at Amber Rose. Amber Rose was a, was a is a bald head, damn near white woman. All she did was g- b- blonde her hair and wear some glasses and be married to Kanye West. Just because she as, is at a peak of, uh, you know, whatever the Eurocentric beauties that niggas love, she was at the peak of that. She didn't do shit to be yeah. famous. There's a lot of bitches that don't do shit to be famous. Mm-hmm. And 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 on, on our side too. There's a lot of girls who I think are dumb as a box of fucking rocks, and just because they are pretty, they're popular. No shade. 
And you know, I and I be like, I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't. My, my, my mentality doesn't go to. I'm hating on these bitches. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't do that. It's just I, I, I understand that that is how the world is set up when it comes to beauty, when it comes to being cisgendered, when it comes to the things that gives you privileges. There's going to be motherfuckers that have more privilege than you, and you have to navigate it in a way to understand where your anger should lie. Your anger should lie where you're not. Where you should be able to get a job that pays you a lot of money. You should be you able to have access. You're right, Diamond. We are in situations, all of us, where we have privileges that we don't control. And there is going to be somebody who don't have those privileges that is going to be reading and mad and blah, 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 blah. And one of the reasons, particularly around things like how we perform gender, how pretty we are. One of the reasons why we want those things, we if, uh, why we want that, why we get in BBLs, why we get in gastric bypass so we can be skinny, why we get in all this stuff is because we want access to the social capita that comes when we have the perfect body, when we have the perfect teeth, when we have the perfect hair, when we, we are performing gender. We just talked about Zoe wanting you know, you know, the you performing this peak straightness, you know, we know there's a privilege that comes with those things and we want them. And so what we have to under what we have to understand is that this, they didn't earn them. That is their ju- They just have it. But that is what we are trying to do when we're dismantling capitalism, when we're dismantling um gender norms we are when, when we are dismantling um eurocentric standards when we are dismantling those things we are trying to level the playing field without playing the victim from ourselves and without blaming the other people who are just trying to make it with what they got as well that goes with cisgender women that goes with pretty girls that goes with light-skinned girls that goes with whoever um whoever has a privilege somewhere Sometimes they just making it and and they got work to do to dismantle the system. But it's no reason for us to um, be jealous of them or blame them, um, be mad at them when they're not trying to dismantle the system. Yeah. So answer answer this question. Thank you, if, Diamond. If, I needed that because my pussy was on fire for the wrong reasons. Go ahead, baby. If, if, if you were successful at another avenue, you had millions and we went in the strip club, would you give a fuck about if you had no. access there? Yes. You would? Yeah. Why? I, because I still care for, about my sisters. Like if I had money, I probably make my own little space where it was tra- it was it's this woman and trans woman, but I'm not there yet. But I, if I did have a coin, I wouldn't be in a place where they said a bitch like me couldn't work. But okay, yeah. but you would have to create the space. That's but you wouldn't be. It, what it's not that you want a space where everybody's free. That's the problem. Only problem that I have with what you said is these bitches got privileges and that's why I hate fucking um, AFAB people because they got privileges that they don't understand. That anger, that vitriol towards them is mm-hmm. the problem. Not that you want everybody to be free to, you know, make money, free to be able to be at a strip club and having and, and, and doing what they need to do. That's actually not the problem for me. It's, it's your 
your anger towards them because of the systems that we they are benefiting from the systems i don't think you should be angry at them you should be to me you should be angry at the people who are upholding the systems yes if you broke and you want money to be able to create this free space be angry at the people who are underpaying you be angry at the people who are exploiting poor people be angry at be angry at them people because those are the people that are keeping you from your dream yeah i think i'm yeah i just think i'm upset because I feel like they didn't have the, they wasn't like a lot of, a lot of them didn't know their, don't, don't know their privilege in that way. But also it's not, and when you explain it the way you did, um, they're not the ones who created the system. No, not so they're just, they're just, they're just doing what they have to do in order to, to, to get by. And I wouldn't, why would I be upset at them for being able to, to have that access that I don't when they're not the ones who created the space, but some of them do make sure that the space stays the same. No shade. Some of them do. Yes. There's going to be some people. It's it's like you as a light skinned girl, there are going to be, there's going to be things in you that you have to dismantle that. Cause sometimes you're going to be holding upholding some of the systems of colorism. And you, and we all, you, I can't give you a scenario. It could be some situation. I don't know. So well, could, I, well, see, that's the thing. I, I know. I would never do that. But you don't. Like, sometimes you anything, don't know. But I didn't know anything about colorism until I until I was in the black community. Well, it could be like a if that person. that allude that delusion of thinking that you don't have to know about it, or that's a privilege in itself. <laughs> that's your team. No. To not see, not even know about colorism. It's like, damn, bitch, you didn't. What you mean you didn't know about it? Aren't you black? So I get that. Yeah, you, that's a privilege in itself. Not to have to think about your complexion as a problem, and to just have to think of as a bi- biracial girl. To only have to think about, oh, it's because I'm biracial that these these people are not giving my mama the resources that she needs. It was about race. It's because of you. Wait, say, wait, wait, what, wait. What do you mean? The, as I a remember a time when you told me that. Your mom would have to leave y'all in the car, right? Because mm-hmm. if she, if the people who she was asking oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. things saw that y'all were black kids that she had, mm-hmm. it could stop her from getting resources, yeah. right? And yeah. so you as a child, your biracialness was something. It wasn't complexion. It was your biracialness that was taught to you that was could be something that was a, um, a thorn in your mother's progression, right? Yeah. In, in that. So... You had to think about race, you know what I'm saying, in a in a way, because you were a biracial girl. You had to, oh, I'm 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 on the fence and can I be white? Can I be black? I got a white mom and da-da-da. You had to think about and navigate those things. You didn't have to navigate being a dark skinned girl. I didn't, but I did have to navigate um being called shit colored, um, being called a zebra. But that's still um, racist. That's still racist stuff. That doesn't have anything. That didn't come from white people. That came from black people. It's still racist shit. It's still racist shit. And it still is not the same as a dark skinned girl. That's true. It still is not the same level based on where you are. It's not saying that you don't have to go through anything. It's still not to the level of a dark skinned girl. Period. And you didn't have to navigate that and think about it because you weren't a dark skinned girl. Yeah. That's true. And so 
you're not going to be able to see it. You're not going to be. Sometimes you're not going to be able to see when something issue, some, some, something comes up that you have to work out and you don't know that you're doing something wrong. Let me give you a perfect example. I call dark skinned people chocolate. Right. It's something that I've done. I didn't think it was a problem. Recently, people have been saying that that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, my intention is, oh, that's a compliment. Chocolate is good. And da 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 I'm not, my intention is not to be offensive to you. I can go through all of that, but it doesn't matter my intention. We already know about in, intention and impact. If somebody is telling me that mm, I, that kind of is objectifying and or mm, that kind of makes me feel comfortable. Well, do you have to always um, associate my color with food or that, that, what is what is happening? That feels weird. I don't like it. And so I have to say they are telling me their experience and I have to make the adjustment if I am invested in dismantling this system. OK, I have to make the adjustment. I can't buck up. I can't buck up against it and say, um, but I was called shit colored, but I was, I experienced this. It's still not the same. I have to, I have to make that, I have to make that click in my brain. It doesn't invalidate my experience or less make my experience less traumatic. It doesn't make my experience, um, less powerful in my mind of how it affected me, but it's still not the same. Yeah. Period. And I definitely understand that. And yeah. and then when we talk about cis women, it, you have to understand that we are that we are all trying to navigate these systems. And so having that kind of vitriol makes it uncomfortable. You got to work that out. You got to wiggle out of that, that. It's not that I have like a a strong dislike for cis women and um a fat people. Um, you just, just get triggered when you see the privilege. Yes, because I have like I like I've stated so many times, my transition was pushed by a cis woman. My cis women have been a major impact in who, the woman that I am today. I didn't grow up in the area where there were trans women to, to show me how to be a trans woman. You were the only trans woman who showed, gave me the rocks. I'm from a small city, so cis women have always. Been the sweet and sour in my life. Mm -hmm. They made you know it. They made me, they made me, they said, hey, bitch, you're not really, you know, go ahead pushing. If you're going to do it, do it. But they also made me know that we're not the same. And that's good. And and I think. And and I understand that we're not. I get that. The joy, one of the joys of my life, (laughs) the joys of my life is I, is when I got to the point where. I realize I actually enjoy being a trans woman. I enjoy yeah. being a trans woman. I enjoy who I am. I know that's hard to for some people to get around when, especially <laughs> when they are, you know, like those Zoe motherfuckers, or when <laughs> you know those trans women that think, "Oh, this is just a birth defect," and I'm just, you know, I'm just a cis woman with a birth defect. That stuff, which is okay, great, <laughs> cool, but for me. You know, I, I'm trying to be a trans woman. That's what I'm trying yeah. to be. I'm not trying to be a cis woman. I'm trying to be uh-huh. who I am. And once I got to that point, um, I stopped having those issues. But I also, because of my politics, I'm 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 apt to look. I'm I'm. I think it's I'm automatically gonna look at the system and not 
and I don't think that that's just with um, cis women. I think I think that's a lesson I learned from my mother because in my youth I was angry at my mother because of her addiction. I was angry at my mother because of her um, neglect. I was angry at my mother for so many things when I was younger. But when I became a woman, when I became quote unquote woke, when I became aware of the system that she was battling against, I became more tender about her experience. I became more, when I became more, when I understood how she had to navigate the world as a little brown skinned girl and how dangerous she would, she dangerous situations she was in, vulnerable situations that she was in where she was molested, raped, and da 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 da. And then navigating the world of relationships and how vulnerable she can be with men abusing her, physically abusing her, da 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 da. da. She went through all that process. And now I know the political, how she got addicted to drugs. Now I know the political and the system that she was battling up against. So I'm able to look at her in a way that I could not look at her when I was younger. I needed her when I was younger. So there was there was a need that I was hungry for as a child that I'm like, I need you to be this perfect mother because I have needs as a child. Do you see what I'm saying? And so when I became a woman and a, an adult, with less need or want to be, you know what I'm saying? I, I want this perfect mother, the less need for that want. I learned to be more tender because I understood the system. And so when I look at cis women, I'm the same exact way. Because of the lesson that I learned with my mother, when I look at cis women, I'm a little bit more tender. No, you can't disrespect me. But I'm a little bit more tender when I think about their privileges and when I think about systems that they are navigating. I'm a little bit more tender with gay men, not all, a little bit, you know, you know, I, uh, uh, but I, I, particularly marginalized people. I'm not tender with white men. <laughs> I, I feel like um, I'm not tender. I feel I like white women I'm and black I'm men. With, I'm tender with white white people I, i'm not tender but that, with white that may but that may be because my mother is white yes i'm not tender with white men at all black oh, men, men and and white women they kind of on the same tier where i'm tender about the oppressions that they face and then below them is probably any kind of queer people like lesbian um gay men of any race um and so i, I the further you are away from me is the less tender I get with you. <laughs> but um, but yes, I try to be tender because I understand the systems that they are going against. And we are all bucking up against the system. And I know that there are some people who are not going to be bucking up against the system. Period. Yeah. There are some people that are going to be just trying to ride the wave of capitalism, ride the wave of sexism, ride the wave of patriarchy, ride the wave of racism. Are there going to be some coons out there that's trying to um, live the life of a white capitalist? <laughs> Black people, I'm trying to live the life of some white boys and some, you know, they're just trying to replace white supremacy and put it in blackface. And they're riding the wave of that. I know they're not going to all have the political um, intention to dismantle these systems as I do. And so when I see that, I, I don't fuck with them, but I don't just blanket it over everybody. And I hope that makes sense. No, it does, because that's how I see my father. Like I used to, I got like when I, I say when I was younger, when I see my father, we was going to go heads up. We was going to have to fight because he beat my mother. But as an adult, 
I, I, like you said, I think about the system and how it created him to be who he is and turn him to his drug addiction. I talked to him. He talked about. And that don't mean you don't hold him accountable. Right. Right. Exactly. But I talked to him as an adult and he told me how he used to see his mother get beat. So then that tells me that it's generational. Like, you know, you have a deeper understanding, but I, I completely understand where you're coming from. Okay. Well, I think we did a show. I was going to do a topic, but I feel like we have gone long enough. I think we did. I hope, you know, I feel like, yes, create your own space as far as a strip club. If you feel like you want that space where dicks, tits, especially then, you know, when your ass, I, 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 hold on, you know, when your ass is being fucking extra too. When you was telling that security guard, when y'all going to have bitches with dicks and tits at the tops and dicks at the bottom, that was too far. Yeah, because they have burnt my pussy because they act like they didn't know what transgender was. So I came out the door swinging. That was completely different people. And I was standing there like... But they, but I did say it loud. <laughs> he was like, and was, whoa. And, and I was talking to my nigga so they could have mind that motherfucking business. And so they decided to, in, they started to insert themselves so they got the fire that I felt. <laughs> That's so weird. You know that they was going to be like, uh-uh. You was asking for it, honey. <laughs> she wasn't talking to me. I was talking to you. They should have mind that business. She wasn't talking to <laughs> Yes, I was. <laughs> she already said it earlier, Z, that she was getting bucked <laughs> just for them to hear. <laughs> <laughs> right. Kind of and I'll be in these situations. But yes, y'all, I know this is a deep conversation and it may have been problematic, but that's in some parts of it. And y'all are going to see us work through shit. We don't know everything. This is a perfect conversation. We don't know everything. To, to, this is a perfect conversation to exemplify that. We are working through this shit, too. We're just trying to help y'all. Help us. What, what bag lady sell? Help y'all. Help y'all help us with y'all package. <laughs> All of that. You know, we are, we, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to figure this shit out. We don't say everything right, but... We have an open conversation and we hope that y'all um, chime in. Let us know. Hashtag Marsha's Play. Hit us up on wherever you listen or wherever you can contact us. You know, we on Twitter and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Hit us up and let us know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, we'll talk to y'all next week. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Every little thing's gonna be alright.